Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. So, special episode, guys. This is the summer premiere. So, here we are in a hot tub, kind of. Okay, we're in a blow-up pool in the back of the truck. It has been pulled inside of Thistle Draft Shop. I got Jake Thorne of Thistle Draft Shop fame and certified Cicerone Jacob Baker in the hot tub with me for the special summer premiere. How you doing, guys? Uh, I want to go ahead and bring up the fact that you didn't say Jake Thorne certified beer server. <laughs> oh, sorry. I apologize. Let me backtrack. Put some spec uh, on that name. His, his limitations is time. Jake Thorne certified beer server. Right. <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way. Now that I underqualified And myself. silver medalist. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, now so, next. Yes. so these guys, we, the, the only reason we have them here is they're elite athletes. Um, <laughs> they're, they're coming off of a, a silver medal finish at the Beer Olympics from Spittletax, correct? Yeah. So, so guys, tell me a little bit about your prep. Uh, how did you train for the Beer Olympics? Uh, how did you close in on that silver medal finish? And who's the bachelor that got gold? So, uh, I'll go ahead and leave this one off. It was, it was stiff competition. Uh, we oh, did some pretty, uh, very stiff competition. Yeah. Uh, 40 teams, actually. It was not a, it was not a walk in the park. But uh, <laughs> our, uh, awesome. our prep consisted of, uh, for me, six shots of espresso, mm. uh, an energy drink, a banana. A uh, good poop. Good well, did it uh, come or not? No. Okay. <laughs> not a good That's why we had, we had a slow start. That yeah, might yeah, have been not, it. Not a good poop. And then, uh, 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 then a, uh, a rigorous uh, beer guzzling. Mm, yes. A rigorous yes. beer guzzling. Yeah, yeah. So what, what beer did you guzzle in order to get this started? Like, is there, like, for the other elite athletes out there looking and trying to pick up training tips, because I think we're starting to get into the elite athlete audience here on Hot Set Beers. Pilsner Urkel for me. Not yeah. Pilsner Urkel. Pilsner Urkel. Correct, yes. Fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilsner. What were you I did, I did the, I started off with Cal, Calavera Lager. Calavera. I think of the whole team, the whole squad. Right. Did you start light. off with Calavera Lager because you're Hispanic? And if you did, does that make you racist? Here's the thing. I <laughs> felt like Luchador. <laughs> I had to get the, in that. Oh, you, you know, needed the Luchador. I need that a Nacho Libre style. Understood. We had to go in balls deep. Uh, yeah. Oh, That's yes, what we have to do. Go. And you have to get aggressive. We, yeah. we started off like, this is going to be fun. I think even Patrick is like, where is this going to be fun? I'm like, no. We must win or die trying. So who won? So, the return champs. I mean, they've done it before. They knew what to expect. Uh, and we're here for the beer. I think so. We're here for yeah, the beer. They're yeah, they're great guys, but they're all like super buff, like soccer player looking guys, chiropractors. Like they were stiff yeah. competition. Man. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. And then so they knew what to expect. We had no idea what to expect. We had. Uh, we kind of somewhat idea of what the events were. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things weren't necessarily beer related, you know. So you're saying coming in, coming in blind, yeah. you still finish second. We could, yeah. So you're saying next year you're going to kick their ass. Oh, 100%. Well, well, the, the thing oh, we're coming for you. Oh. Yeah. And you can see me, I'm pointing at you. That's right. <laughs> Be scared. Next year. Yeah. So summer season, guys. Last, the winter season was a lot of fun. Any reflections, any highlights of the winter season uh, that, that make you think that we should continue this even farther? Or are we just... Finding an excuse to drink beer together. Um, you know, I'd like to continue this. Uh, I haven't seen a penis yet, so when, <laughs> we, uh, when we get there, good point. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear from there. Yeah, 
I think it's I think it's uh, reaching out to more audience, uh, getting more people into said hot tubs. Uh, I've, I've heard some people like, oh, I want to do it. That sounds like fun, and it is fun, and that's what makes it so much. And it's part of the craft beer experience, the community, the camaraderie. Uh, just being able to talk about stuff that we enjoy, all enjoy, you know what I mean? Uh, some people are into, like like myself, into comic books, and they go to conventions and talk to other fellow nerds and geeks. We all like beer, so we sit into a body of water, and <laughs> and we drink a lot of beer, <laughs> and or maybe not pee in that body of water. Hopefully not today. Not today. It's not circulated on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm waiting for the bubbles to start. It wasn't warmer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it, it felt a little warmer on my side. Yeah. So we're here today because Toplin Goliath is making their debut in Texas this week, correct? Yes. So Toplin Goliath Brewery in Decorah. Iowa? Yes. Is that how you say the name? Sure. Okay. Decora. <laughs> well, if you did, I'm going to say, if you did it with their accent, it sounds a little bit different, but for us, that's how you say it, yeah. Okay, sounds good. So, I have some notes over here, but I don't know an incredible lot about the brewery. And so, Jacob, you know more about this brewery, correct? Yeah, we actually, uh, uh, Los, who is unfortunately missing, uh, which he did kind of have a surgery recently, so that might have played a hand. Well, but Los has crabs, and we're trying not to catch it. Yes, him. yes. Uh, uh, well, I'll bring chlorine tabs next time we're sitting in the back of the... Uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, me, Los, and another friend of ours who happens to be named Carlos as well, we all went there well, last year. Cortez supposed to drop by as well. Yeah, so we'll we, we went there, and okay. we, we all dropped... We went there, and we, they were very nice to us. Very, uh, It was very nice brewery, too. Very... Uh, uh, a, a good size kind of reminds me of like my first time going to a Sierra Nevada or my first time if you're in Texas, Houston specifically, uh, St. Arnold. You know, a little bit bigger, larger than life brewery than most. Yes. Um, hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, my first experience with them were actually in Florida when I was in Orlando. They did some collaborations with Funky Buddha and they were there, it was a big deal. They came to Funky Buddha Festival, which is their uh, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Day. Okay. Uh, so they, and I mean, people, and it was, it, Florida's much like Houston, it's hot. You're sweating. Yes. Uh, so getting that, uh, that Suda Sue in our mouth was refreshing and people were out, lined up out the door for it. Uh, so it's got, it's got a cult following, it's got a cult following for sure. It, so, and I didn't know too much about them until Carlos had introduced me to him because he went up there and worked for him for a brief stint. He's coming back and he's bringing me a couple of the beers to sample them, and it was great stuff. So, like, what all I could muster up and find was like, you got Clark and Barbaluki, founded this in 2009, just because he was like an insanely successful home brewer, is what they all I could pull, right? And then within 10 years, they become world renowned for their IPAs and barrel aged stouts. Um, I've had more IPAs from them than I have barrel aged stouts, but I haven't had one barrel aged stout. The barrel aged stouts are killer. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Like Morning Glory, I think yeah. I had. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude. They served it in a 20 ounce snifter when I was in. Uh, <laughs> Don't you I, love that? I was in Wisconsin uh, with my son for, for a wrestling tournament. They brought out a 20 ounce snifter of a 12 point beer. Like, oh shit. Um, anyway, it was very good, but number two brewery in the world by Beer Advocate. Uh, their Kentucky Brunch Ben Stout, number one beer in the world since 2015. Yeah. Uh, is what I could find, right? So, Topping Delight, right? I couldn't find a reason for the name. All I could think of is the, the biblical reference, right? They're the small guy, David, going to sling the slingshot and kill Goliath. Do you know any more about the name? Uh, so, uh, just a lot of the guys that started it up were big into the history, so that's why you kind of see, like, a lot of uh, dinosaur references. They kind of like, you know, they just like 
backstories and histories. But yeah, that's what Tobin Goliath is like, you know, hey, we're going to take down. I mean, especially in that area, uh-huh. you know, like those craft guys went up against the, you know what I mean? Like all craft guys go against the big guys. AB, but when you're, course. right, yeah, when you're in that area, that, that Midwest area, you're going up against the big guys in your backyard. So that's got to be very intimidating, you know. Um, so I'm guessing it's kind of like what they're that's what they're kind of dealing with was uh, just taking just kind of taking an underdog mentality, right? For we're sure. Gonna, gonna get a top of the line, top of the big guys. So they, they brought three beers to Texas, right? Pseudo Sue. What's what we're gonna start with? If I can open the cooler here, it's kind of jammed. It's Pseudo uh, Sue, King Sue, which is the Imperial Pseudo Sue, and then Pompeii. Okay. So we're gonna start easy. We're gonna start with the Pseudo Sue. Now, pseudo soup from what I saw was single hop pale ale, correct? Citra is all I could find that was put in there. So it was just single hop with citra. So if kinsu is a double IPA and it's the double of pseudo soup, why aren't they naming pseudo soup an IPA? Why is it just a pale ale? Uh, you know, I ask myself that question all the time. If I had to guess. They're probably getting down to the nitty gritty of the, uh, the facts, such as uh, ABV, IBU, the works. Actually, I don't even know what these are. Uh, but it most likely is from being a lower ABV. From a lower ABV? Most likely. And you know, it, so with beer, you kind of have a lot of really interesting things. Uh, there's, there's some styles that have got specific hard guidelines. There's some styles that is very loose. Some people will call an amber a Scottish ale, Odell. Uh, but then they'll come back and rename it correctly many years later, Odell. And then, uh, you know, you also have things such as stouts and porters. Is there a defined line between a stout and a porter? Not necessarily. We do know the stout's going to be typically thicker, a lot of times higher ABV. Uh, a lot of times more roasty, but that's not always the case. You know, you have the Irish style versus, you know, an American porter. Right. Uh, so my guess would be we're following those lines of, is it a pale ale versus an IPA? Basically, let the juice talk, because that name is not going to do what this flavor does. So it is, yeah. it is, it's kind of a, like, mild as, as far as IBUs are concerned. It's 45 IB. It's what I, they advertise. And I think, I think I said, you, you think about it like this came, this has been around for a while. So this became before yes. the, and I hate using this terminology, I know Jake's the same way, the haze craze, because it's not a craze, it's, it's here. But a lot of people will say, oh, hazy, hazy, but like, man, they're not hazy IPA, but it's only got like X amount of IBUs. Is it an IPA? So you think of IPA, you think IBUs, you want, you know, so yeah, you, you I think do, that has something to do time, with it. At the same time, you got like stuff like Fracker from uh, Southern Star. It's like 35 IBUs. It's an IBU. Yeah. And so I think for them, their original IPAs were higher in IBUs, so that just kind of has something to do with it. Okay. Um, You know, I mean, people name different things for different reasons. um, So. I do want to break this down, though. IBU and perceived bitterness, although run fairly parallel, are not the same thing. You can have a high IBU but a low perceived bitterness, depending on your malt build. And that's gotta be super, super clear because if you have 64 IBUs on Pilsner, yeah. obviously it's gonna it's be, gonna be forward. IBU is actually uh, done off of the recipe itself. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. formula. It's not a guess and it's not a measurement, it's actually a calculation. Well, that's a really good explanation of why those, those double IPAs that have like 100 IBUs, 
don't always punch you in the face because the malt is so much there that you know, like and that is it, like am I getting it wrong or is that what you're talking about? No, you're right. No, that's you're right. Right. Yeah. And also the other thing that a lot of people get confused is you hear IPA double IPA. You think double IPA means it's going to be more aggressive. You think it's going to be uh, more stringent, but in all actuality, the amount of hops that it takes to get there, the higher IB, ABV, you're actually going to end up with a creamier, sweeter product. So if you go all the way up to the triple IPA, once again, our mind goes to, wow, this is going to be bitter. Most often than not, it's quite a bit sweeter than its two earlier versions. Okay, side so note, I brought in a quad IPA the other day. Oh boy. Android Theory. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, how was it? Uh, it was like, it was like pine syrup, but it was good. Yeah. I don't know, I know that's a side note. So we're looking at 5.8 ABV, 45 IBU, which we're saying is not necessarily with uh, perceived bitterness, but that's what they've calculated. So on the nose, the citra hops. Yeah. Right? That's this is a. All well, it smells. That's, that, this is what I was talking about. The people who knew about it already, when we're out there in the sun on a, a hot day in Florida, this is you know what I mean. It's it's your go-go juice. So so this is the nose. Everything is just like. I'll say, yeah, and I agree with you, like straight off the bat, I'll say this is an incredible beer to start off the Hot Tub Beer Summer episode. That's a great summer beer. It's light, it's clean, it's crisp, it's the, the citra hops. There's nothing but citrus flavor in it. Yes. And by mistake, maybe, but what a great time to launch this specific beer. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Because you, yes. like, like you just said, like, it, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, maybe who's listening that's not in Houston, it's been death this past week. Hot, 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 and it's only gonna get hotter. You're a pussy. First of all, <laughs> yeah, it's barely 90. I, well, my job consists of khakis, okay? So Jake from State Farm is sweating every single day. <laughs> I get out of my car and go into account. Um, but like this, these are the kind of beers. I mean, they're good all year round. But sitting in a pool outside or whatever, these are you know people are gonna have their cocktails. But these are like us, our beer geeks. These are our cocktails right here, right now. It, I'd agree with you. Like it, and then I know you mentioned the haze craze earlier. This is not a beer you can see. No, no, it's, it's like it's, opaque yellow that looks like grapefruit and orange juice blended. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, good call. And, and but it doesn't have that mouthfeel of a heavy haze. Yeah. It still feels light to me. Yeah, it reminds me of the olden days. Jake, you're too young for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hangover cures. We would have a lunchbox. OJ okay. inside of a beer. That kind of helps you get like over your. Talk about a brass monkey. We call it a lunchbox. I don't know what brass monkey is. What's brass monkey? It's a. Same thing, it's OJ. a Mickey's forty, and you uh, you, drink, <laughs> you drink down the, the bottom of the cone, right? That top part, and you fill the rest up with OJ, and you keep going. That's, like that that's, seems, that's older than you. How, how, <laughs> that seems very specific to a, a region, brass possibly. Brass monkey. It was a, yeah, it was a oh, yeah, monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what the brass monkey's about? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't They're know that. horrendous, by the way, the but they keep you, you know. going. They keep well, you going. if you're doing it now, you're in trouble. Okay, I don't so, think Mickey's selling anymore. They <laughs> can use old yeah. well, I, I have seen that, like Mad Dog 2020 is coming out with like some craft cans and everything. What? Oh yeah. Well, we said we were going to do a malt liquor episode in honor of Jacobs. Steel Reserve that was reserved my day. day. You know, yeah. you know, fun fact MD doesn't actually stand for Mad Dog. No. You're correct. Yeah. So I don't not, remember what it stands for. Does not, yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. It stands for the, the business. I think it's like Melvin David or whatever. What, Mar, 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 Myrtle, Myrtle David or something like that. It yeah. stands for the business company. Yeah. 
everybody called it Mad Dog. It's way cooler, so. It is way cooler. So let we're, let we're the gonna... street speak for it. And just like the spear. Let the street speak for it. Let people get this on your lips. So if you're, you're street, enjoy what, are you, this. what are you saying about this beer? Are you, are you glad this is in Texas? Are you going to pick a different Texas beer? Or is this going to be... This is going to be the beer of your Texas summer. Oh, that's a rough one, Ooh. man. Your Texas summer, are you drinking not a Texas beer? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's rough. Ass. I so, mean, we got the Iowans coming down. What is in Iowa, by the way? Is there much up there? Uh, Nothing but beer. Topping uh, Goliath. Topping uh, <laughs> and, and farmland. Farmland, farmland, farmland. If you have to go use the restroom, use it before you get in your car. Or you're going to be like Lowe's on the side of a road. With cows staring at you at your pee. That's what we all did. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just a, lot, a lot of farmland, a lot of a lot of farmland, and um, and yeah, a topping life, boom, right there in the middle of nowhere. You know, you gotta love it. So gotta can I answer it. your Texas summer question? Yes. Right. So am I gonna yeah, wake he up? Yeah, he danced around. Me. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He he he, he doesn't got the uh, ovary. So. <laughs> So, uh, would I start my morning with this beer now? We're going low snack, let's be real. Yeah. We're going low snack to get started, or 805 Cerveza, something that's just killer crushable right in the beginning. But would I hit this about 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I hit full stride? Sure. I would not be afraid of it. Yeah. I would yeah. not be afraid of it. It'd be easy rotation. It's got a, got a, a beautiful, fresh, citrusy, mango uh, uh, hint to it mm -hmm. that just it, it makes it refreshing and not just a hoppy beer in the afternoon. So typically yeah. I wouldn't eat drink IPAs like this around two o'clock, but this one I would. And this this is a like you know I think this is a good grilling beer. You get the uh, you get oh, the grill going. You got somebody like me cut up some uh, uh, mangoes, cut up some watermelons. You know we're hanging out with yeah, barbecue yeah. and we're playing cornhole, horseshoes. It's hot because it is summertime. Yes. We're all in our skibbies. You know, boom, you're gonna have this. I, I do think, just just to be honest though, is it when you said Texas summer, that's the problem. It is an out of state <laughs> beer, and everyone knows that Texas loves Texas, and everyone knows that Houston loves Houston. Uh, so they have, a, they have a, I think they're gonna do, uh, comparatively speaking to the other big guys out of state that come here, they're gonna do pretty well. Maybe not the best, but they're going to do it pretty well, and I think this is going to be the leading dog in that fight. I'd agree with you. Like, I, I think, I think they, they really bought a really good product that, that fits into our market into Texas. I, I think it, it has a place, and it does fit in our Texas summer. But I like what you said. Like, it's it's not going to be the beer that I wake up with and go to bed with. Yeah, yeah, but as I'm grilling, I mm. stop the grill for the day, I get out of the pool, have some to sip on it, and jump back in the pool go back to a little snack or a lager beer, something like that, uh, to finish the day. But yeah, I, I dig it, man. So, let's go ahead and let's rate it. New format, right? New format for the summer. We gotta change We're it up. We're not gonna rate it. We gotta spice it up. Yeah, spice it up. So the, the rating system still stays the same, okay? So for all the new listeners that have not caught up to us before, this is your first episode with us, your, your hot tub versions, okay? Hey, we, have a, we have a very serious rating system. We rate one to four, okay? In this rating system, there are infinite decimals, okay? So if I would like to rate this beer at 2.763, I may rate this beer at 2.763, okay? So that being said, Jacob Baker, the Cicerone, we're gonna put you on the spot. You have a higher certification. Your, your beer knowledge is, is far more than Jake and I's. I would like you to rate the beer first. Mm. What's Murray, the, the rep is going to be here soon. What is the number for pie? <laughs> 3.14. Exactly. I don't know after that. Yeah. 
I would say this definitely has, it, it reminds me of a good American pie, you know, it just sits on you very nicely. So I had to go higher than pie though, I had to go higher than pie because it is drinkable. I'm going to have to go with a 3.45. 3 3.45 here. It hits it very so good what? numbers. And the thing I like is oh, I like the bitterness. I like the, I like the, uh, the bitterness to it. Uh, it does have bitterness. Perceived. Perceived. Uh, it's yes. got that fruit. I mean, for me, like, and honestly, like, the quality is really there. I think they're gonna have a really good shot, and I can't wait to see what else they bring. Um, and for anyone who wants to experience a toppling life, you have to lead off with this guy. This is gonna be the guy. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point of so, advice. Yeah, there you go. Good. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, I got a. I got. Yeah. So for this one being as refreshing it is, uh, the hops on it just come through beautifully. They're not astringent. They're well done. They're not overboiled. It's just a perfectly balanced uh, pale ale. I gotta go uh, 3.78541, which is how many oh, liters nice. are in a gallon. Because I could probably drink a gallon of this in one day and not be upset about it. He just Googled that. No, that's true. That's true. He just Googled that. just figuring out how to make star sand at the, at the bar? Yeah. No, actually it wasn't. No, oh, okay. Because we, we, were doing, uh, we were doing gallons and ounces, which is one, uh, okay. one two, eight. But no, no, liters to gallons is yeah. 3.78541. And I never forget because I always knew it was 3.78. And then some scout leader got after me and said, 3.78 what? Five. And so right. now I know every decimal point is 3.78541, which Scout's is honor. how now many scout liters of that this. That scout leader didn't touch you inappropriately after you got it <laughs> No, he didn't. Okay, right. good. Mr. Just Leesburg. to make sure, Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I will say check. this. I will say that, though. That's a very good comment you just made about drinking a whole gallon of this. Because if you look at the package, and Tim here can probably explain it to you, it's different than most people are expecting. Most people are always expecting the 12-ounce cans, 12-ounce yeah. bottles, six-pack style. That's not how they serve things. No, they got it in height. Yeah, they're 16 ounce, ounce cans, cans yeah. four packs, box in enclosure. So it's going to be different than people. So when you're out there looking for it, that's what you're going to look for. You can find this beer, however, right here at this little draft shop. You can. Yep. On so. tap. <laughs> right, yeah, you can take it home or, or you can have it while you're here. I, I'm going to rate last and then I'm going to say 3.52. Yeah. I, I really like it. Yeah. And the, the orange and mango flavors that I'm getting off of it are really, really good. But the perceived bitterness, and I like what you talked about there, the, the perceived bitterness that's associated with this beer, that it, it associates with those hops, the, excuse me, the citrus flavor with those with that perceived bitterness, it, it, it hits the mark for me. And I like the fact that it's hazy, but it doesn't overwhelm me with the mouthfeel. I think many times I'm getting a hazy beer, and I feel almost like, like a slushy in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it leaves a residue. Correct. And I don't want that. Like, it, this is a, it's a hazy, but it's clean. Mm-hmm. And it's crisp. It almost drinks like a lager in, in, in certain ways. But the flavor of the IPA, the pale ale is still there. So, I really, really like it. To answer your question from the very, very beginning of this whole spiel, why go with pale ale? You just answered it. It's so mm-hmm. light, it drinks like a pale ale, not like an IPA. Okay. You just discovered it. Boom. Son of a bitch. Somebody just Mind name it after blown. Him. It's like, it's Tim's like, pale ale. it is, <laughs> This might be Tim's uh, Texas summer beer. Uh, Your nipples are hard. Yeah, oh. <laughs> thank you, thank you for noticing, Jacob, You're my welcome. eyes are up here. Okay, that's okay? <laughs> what she does. I've been working on that, you know, I'm kind of a solid A cup right now, but I didn't, I left my padded bar. There you go. Um, so, everything gets exposed today. So, Really good beer, great beer to start off with. Thank you, Tom and Goliath, for bringing this to Texas. 
Uh, we're going to take a bit of a break. We're going to cleanse the palate with a little bit of Lone Star, and we're going to come back with King Sue. We're going to double it up. Here at Hot Tub Beers, we have declared the pandemic over, and when the dust has settled, this old draft shop is still standing. This unique craft beer bar, located at 5210 FM 2920 in Spring, Texas, is still pouring some of the best beer in the state. And in spite of everything that's been thrown at the beer and restaurant industry lately, owner Mary Thorne has continued to create a community of clientele that makes you feel at home every time you step in the doors. Beer buyer Jake Thorne is continually bringing in incredible offerings, sure to impress everyone from the new kid on the block to the most seasoned craft beer aficionado. Haven't been able to find a beer you like? Their selection of ciders, wines, and seltzers will not disappoint. Beer's not the only trick this pony plays. No one in the area can rival the food coming out of the kitchen. From Vietnamese wings to oyster pole bows to brats with house-made sauerkraut, there is something for everyone in the family. Check out the menu at thistledraftshop.com and follow on Instagram at thistledraftshop. Pop on in. I'm sure we'll see you there. So pseudo Sue, we already had our rating. We agreed that it did not suck. It was pretty good. Um, if you're hearing anything that's unnormal, unnormal is unnormal. Abnormal. Abnormal. There you go. You sure, you teach English? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm completely, completely, and totally faking it. Um, so we we are doing this live. Access live. We're recording it, right? Yes. But. People are coming in and out. People are coming and checking out what we're doing. They're gazing at my dad bod. Um, with, <laughs> it's it. Don't it, worry. It's uh, it. Uh, it's, a, it's a father figure. Let's it, be honest. Uh, it, oh, <laughs> oh, the father figure. Oh, that was a George Michael song. You remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could have swore that George guy was Michael? not gay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I almost hit the, the back last year. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Let it go. We're going to flood this one. So the next thing we're doing is we're going King Soup, double India Pale Ale. Okay, so this is double the pseudo soup, correct? Yes. Okay, so we had a smaller Tyrannosaurus. The Tyrannosaurus on the pseudo soup can looks more impressive than the King Soup can. King Soup is old. Think about it as a that's the old that's Spielberg's Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum. That's Pratt's. Think so, about it that way. Not Jack Snyder or J.J. Uh, Abrams or... Huh. <laughs> so, if, if King Sue and Pseudo Sue got into a fight... Who would win? Uh, yeah, who would win? Us, uh, because we're drinking it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sue. So, we're going to go into this one. So, a little bit about this one. Still the dinosaurs. And I want to get into the dinosaur theme here in just a little bit. I'm going to lead on you, Jake, because you're going to be our uh, our resident expert on Top of the Live. But we got pseudo soup. Now you talked about received bitterness before. Their rated bitterness on this one is going to be 100 IV. Okay, 7.8 percent, a hazy double IPA, again citra hop. So we're still going to get that same flavors from the citra hop, but we're going to go a little bit more malty, a lot more hops. Now let's see what happens, guys. Yeah. Always get a little bit turned on when that sound happens. Is that normal? It's the yes. greatest sound in the world. So we're pouring King Sue here. I'm gonna show him the flexibility, pouring across the hot tub. <laughs> I didn't even get up. Someone needs to practice their toe touches. 
There's a there's a dad bod belly in the middle of my toe touches. Okay, so appearance it, it, it looks exactly the same as the pseudo suit, right? Yeah. Right off the top. The uh the nose is kinda there. The citra I mean citra anyone who's ever had a citra hop beer knows citra. I think that's the one hop we all can agree on. Yes. If you did blind tasting and they ask you what hop is in this. Like citrus is almost a giveaway. That one's always kind of very, it stands out a lot. And that makes a good so. point, right? Like if I'm gonna come to Texas, I wanna hit citrus. The citrus hop is a good IPA to come yeah. into Texas with if we're doing this. So I'll say on the nose to me, it's a little more grainy, a little bit more malty than the pseudo soup to me. Right. Well, let's, you know, break it down is you're gonna need a little bit more malt to get the higher ABV. You need more sugar to right. convert more malt. Which is why your double IPAs would be a hair bit smoother, so you do have more sugar to convert. Right. And it's just all about balance, just like in life. You add more hops, unless you just want to have a big bitter bomb, you have to add a little bit more malt. Correct. It's got to be all balanced, you know, so that comes in a factor as well. So. Um, <laughs> I feel like you just preached to us. You got to, you nice. got to lay it out there. Yeah, I feel a little bit more spiritually in tune with this beer right now. Mm. So, okay, so. King Sue. Let's taste this shit. So let's uh, let's talk about what we talked about before, right? Perceived bitterness versus IBU. This one right here is such a creamy, smooth, easygoing, upfront feel. Yes. But we actually still get some of that astringency in the back, which is pleasant after the sweet in the front. That's a really good conversation, right? I'm really glad you said that. Yeah, and that's why this this was actually what he spoke about earlier about the difference between IBUs and perceived bitterness. These two beers, go out there and buy them and taste them side by side and you'll understand exactly, like literally the perfect beers to explain this because IBUs on Sudasu, IBUs on Kingsu. Big difference, correct? Yes. Does it taste, does it taste like there's a big difference? Do you, does this one like kick you in the mouth of the, the taste, The taste that I'm getting is a little bit more brainy, a little bit more mouthy. So to me, it, it, it tastes a little less a little less refined than pseudo soup to right. me, right? But the the hop flavor is there. It's it's almost the almost the same beer to me. And it's more elevated, a little bit more elevated. Uh, yes. But you know, it's and that's what I was saying. Like and that's what Jake was saying. Like there's I be using this perceived bitterness. The back end, I get more hops for sure than the pseudo soup. This one might not be our. I feel like you just talked me into more hops. It says I'm swallowing. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> so this, but I, I, I can take, I can taste a little bit more of the ABV. I feel like this. So, Sue Sue, we're gonna go play disc golf. It's gonna be hot. We're gonna be throwing around the disc. We'll probably pound quite a few of them. A yeah. uh, four pack for sure, for sure, and be good to go. King Sue, it's gonna be bringing a little bit more heat. I'm oh, probably not gonna have sunset. as many. Yeah, this is more, yeah, this is a sunsetter campfire. We're gonna, we're gonna wait till the sunset it, yeah. at eight thirty. It sneaks up, but like this, this is not a double IPA. That no, it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Like, it's it's kind of nice. Okay, so we got a little bit more of a of a audience here. So are any of y'all drinking the King Sue right now? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> listen, that was that's what was on the schedule. Did they really say no? <laughs> They wouldn't pour it for you? Yeah. What a bunch oh, of yeah. communists. I said, where's the boss? <laughs> By the way, this is Brian Midas. This is the boss. <laughs> Cheers, Brian. 
Cheers. Everybody enjoying? Absolutely. What's that? Enjoying? Absolutely we're enjoying. So this, uh, but like you said, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's deceptive. You got that nice, soft touch at the beginning, and then at the end, you're like, oh, what's going on here? Yes. And so that's what makes, that's, it's just a small difference, but as you see, the dinosaurs, they're not, they're not a big, big difference. They're not, you know, still serving in the 16-ounce cans, four packs, good to go. Uh, so I wouldn't say that this is something that's like, oh, I couldn't do a whole 16 without not so walking. So if I'm judging it by the cans, the, the dinosaur on King Sue seems a little bit more approachable. It's got a warm orange color. Really? I want to get a little bit closer to him. Okay. Pseudo Sue, she seems really aggressive. Yeah. Well, see, that might be the thing. King Sue, it looks like it's approachable, but guess what? Nope. But still Just dinosaur. like this beer. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing I do have to mention though is with the amount of hops for a you know what do you say seven and a half percent the amount yeah. of hops that's crammed in this beer we are one month old from the brew date and it's still got hop it's still got a hop heat on it which is interesting yes. so usually when you have something this hot I wouldn't I wouldn't want to drink this off fresh off the line because the hot heat on it's gonna burn your tongue a little bit you know it's got a completely different flavor right. but letting it rest three to four weeks I think we've kind of hit stride you can still get some of the heat but it's not overwhelming you know it's okay so you bring up a good point these guys are gonna bring this from Iowa right and I'm assuming that this is just a launch we're gonna continue this into Texas assuming that the market is good for it right so what's the what's the lifespan in this can that we're gonna be able to expect it's still drinking still good good and hot flavor out of it? If I had to guess, their recommended lifespan is probably going to be 90 to 120 days. Uh, personally, I bet you the golden age of this beer is going to be between one month to six months, right? Which is obviously very, very long for IPA. Right. But you can tell the way it's built. It's got that kind of perish finish, right? I don't know if you ever had a ghost machine or a bloom nine to 12 months after they brew it. It's still phenomenal. Yes. It's fallen a little bit, but it's not fallen like a lot of IPAs. And I really feel that's where we're gonna lie with uh, King Sue on this one. Okay, so side story, right? Which I guess is fitting in. So my neighbor had a crawfish bowl, and at the crawfish bowl was the guy who's in charge of the one-offs for Ingenious. So I went over there, he had a double dry hop ghost. And he compared it, and we did a side by side with the dry hop leader from Ingenious. Yeah. And I'll tell you how that goes later. <laughs> I think I know how it goes. Yeah. Oh, is it? What, does he work for Ingenious? He works for Ingenious. Is it James Carlisle? Anyways, James is a really cool guy. I've met him a few times. His wife it is might lovely. Be James. He starts with a J. Yeah. Yeah, I was sure. Okay. Yeah. He was James or Josh? So what? Probably if, James. James is one of the brewers. With this beer. So like, when we had the Sue to Sue, I was kind of like, I wouldn't want to say anything, but like, does it, does it kind of remind you of like a smaller, a little bit backed off Ghost in the Machine? I know Ghost in the Machine is very popular here because it's, it's- Oh, I didn't even think you know, about that. Now, okay, so if, now if King Sue was probably a little bit more- That's a good point. Right? Yeah, since that's the, that's the hot ticket here now, people, we just got not too long ago, uh, people were drinking it beforehand. I would say your King Sue would be kind of like your Ghost in the Machine level. And yeah. then like a Sudasu would be kind of like an Envy level, a uh, yeah, little bit more backed off, a little bit more, 
Nine is a ten. So patio comparing this with other beers. With the people that might know, more familiar with, that's okay. what I would say. But they're no, all par. We're talking like some of the best hazy brewers in the country. We're not comparing this with, you know, Jimbo and. No, no, no. no I understand. This is like no. These are top. But but, but people people in Texas are more familiar with Paris than they are with top of the line. True. So that gives them a good reference point. Right. I I, I like that. That's a good idea. Um, I don't know. It's it's a very good beer, and the more I'm drinking it. The more I am getting a little bit more alcohol flavor, I am getting a little bit more hop resin on the back end, but it's it's nice. It's it's a, it's a very good. A lot of times you drink a double, a double's not as good as the original. Right. I think this one is. To me. And I would say this. Uh, I said Top of the Guy's been. I mean, it's new to, to Texas, but it's been around for a while, uh, and I feel like it hits the mark. I remember early 2010s, a lot of guys were like, "Hey, let's." let's punch people with pallets, stone, yes. green flash. These guys were like, let's really punch people's pallets. About five years later, people were like, let's go softer on the pallet. Like, it's like so we thought earlier, a lot of the hazies are very low IBUs, there's almost nothing there. And like, this is that middle ground for true IPA lovers. It's gonna give you the hops you want, but you're gonna be able to drink something else or more than one of these. It's yes, that middle ground, that perfect level of hops. Yeah. It's not a mouth puncher, but it is a mouth enjoyer. That's a word. I don't know. I don't know. You just made that up. <laughs> Boom. Trademark. Take that. Take, I, don't, I don't know if that's what you want to trademark, but I mean, if, if you're cool with it, Jacob just trademark mouth enjoyer. Mouth enjoyer. <laughs> uh, this is a mouth enjoyer. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Did you give it a rating? That's right, you'll take we it. We haven't yet. I'm going to go first again. Okay, you went that, first that, last that, time. That's right. We'll, we'll go to you. I'll go first on the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jake. Uh, Jake Thorne, not Jake Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I play this fun game. If I ever do go back and listen, I don't listen often just because I've been there. I like to play a game <laughs> where I try to guess whose voice is what. Yeah. Jake oh. or Jacob. Because I myself Jacob can't tell. Yeah. I literally can't tell myself. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go uh, 3.14. Uh, I would like a pie with this, specifically cherry, mm-hmm. cherry maybe blueberry. Oh, uh, I really. You blending in the numbers with the dessert that you're gonna pair with it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is next level. I might, That's I might... what we do at this all. Oh, <laughs> <son of laughs> a bitch. Hey, just a, a small plug. HEB makes a really good blueberry pie if you ever get one. Okay. Uh, but no, this is a fantastic beer. Uh, I like pseudo soup better. It's, uh, it's it's a lot crisper, easier to drink. This one's a fantastic beer. Uh, it does got a little bit of hot heat on it. It does leave you kind of dry and wanting, uh, which you know my girlfriend says about me. And uh, you know, it's it's overall, it's a really good beer. I would recommend. Jake and his girlfriend troubles. Yes. Still loves. Oh no, beer. she's fantastic. I just <laughs> she's fantastic. When the opportunity arises, you got to take the joke. Otherwise, I'm yeah, teasing. <laughs> Jake does not have girlfriend <laughs> troubles. We're going to articulate that. Um, so, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll leave you for last, Jacob Baker. Sweet. Okay, so I, I'll agree with you. I, I, I like pseudo soup better, but this is not a bad beer at all. Um, I'll, I'm going to go 3.05 on it. Um, and just because I want to go a little bit better than 3. Um, the reason for me to, some reason in there, like I'm getting something grainy. Um, almost like it's not super cleaned out or it's not super finished out, something like that. But it's still, it's still something powerful. It's still something really, really good that I can sit by the pool and drink. But because of the alcohol, like it's, it's a double, right? Like I'm not going to slam this by the pool all week long. But this is a great addition to 
outdoor Texas, and it's a great time to launch this. Um, you can't go wrong with Citra Hops and IPA. You can't. It, it's almost like it's, if you put that in IPA, you're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Unless you put something else in Like lactose, fucking milkshake IPAs. So, I'm sorry, as a side note. We can get into that one later. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you all about it. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, oh. Okay, so I had 3.05, correct? Jacob Baker. The Cicero, I, the only, the only rating that really matters. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm still. So I had uh, Sudasu at uh, three, four, five. I'm gonna have to put this one at three point three. Like, like you said earlier, I, I Sudasu is still my love child for Toppling Goliath. Um, and for me, I'm, and I think all of us kind of are social drinkers. So like, Sudasu is like that activity drinking kind of beer. This one, I would say, I think, I think this one might pair better with meals. Than Sudasu maybe, uh, but Sudasu is that activity beer. It's a little bit lighter. I can get probably a couple more down. Uh, but this one, uh, I, I'm a fan of hops though. I'm a fan of hops. Yeah. I know a lot of people say they like IPAs, and then like, oh try this, and it's like an old IPA, like Stone IPA or one of the original OG guys, Very you know. Bastard. And they're like, oh my god, it's so bitter. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's an IPA, you know, um, which is okay. So everyone has their own taste. Uh, King Sue, I put just like a little bit less than uh, Sudo Sue, just because Sudo Sue is just like it's when you when you when you strike gold, it's hard to beat that gold. You know what I mean? I, let's go back to Paris. If people like Andy, sure, but Ghost in the Machine, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the right. same thing. Yeah, but it's, also Andy. It's way better than Ghost, personally, on this First, corner yeah. of the hot tub. It's not as warm as that color of the hot tub. <laughs> I mean, some people, well, yeah, it's, everyone has their preferences. But, um, but yeah, I would, put, I would still put it for a high rating. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like having that tannins. If you're a wine drinker, we say resins on our tongue, you know. I enjoyed that. So, uh, so yeah, I would still put it high. Are you spend your own money on this? I would definitely, 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would. Too. I would buy probably some package right here, right now, from Thistle Draft Shop. Yes. Available I'm right now. A I, wrote a new I don't know why I'm doing a thumbs to a microphone, but okay. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> thumbs up to the microphone. Good job, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we're live here at uh, the Draft Shop. We've got an audience <laughs> containing uh, a lot of awesome people. Uh, and, uh, you just ran out of our studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to see fat, hairy dudes in a back of a truck hot tub, Come on down uh, on one of these days. There's all kind of, are you guys, do you guys look at the TikTok? No, no, I don't do Chinese spyware. Oh, 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 oh. okay, Mr. Trump. So, <laughs> God bless, God bless our president. Um, he's not our president. That's true. I'm joking. Science. Joking. It is science. Yeah. Science of voting. Political science, to be exact. Boom. That's, um, a, that's a study in college. Did you study political science in college? No, I didn't, but it's, it, it is a study. study. <laughs> I, I've heard of it before. I, I studied lunch in college, mostly. You studied lunch in yeah, college? Yeah, I was really good at it. The beer, like the main beer lunch? or, or Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah me. That's why I'm a silver medalist. Oh, congrats again to yeah. the silver medalist. And congrats to Tom and Goliath. I'm yeah. um, bringing another great beer to Texas. Uh, thank you all for bringing it to Texas. Thank you for uh, for, for what you brewed and, and the time and the care that you put into it. Uh, we've enjoyed it, and we hope others in Texas get to enjoy it. We're going to take a, a quick break. We're going to come back with the last beer of the session, the Pompeii IPA. Well, I had, I <laughs> so we're back on Hot Sun Beers, and Jacob is discussing her. 
observer report versus uh, hot, hot rod. No, no, there's not even a versus. It's just like observer report is like mediocre, and hot rod is literally the best movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Steven Spielberg. Right? Observer mm-hmm. report was like a very depressing Paul Blart. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I really liked Paul Blart, but when I when I watched Observer Report, like I I, I wanted to go take, you know, Prozac. Well, let's be real. That was Aziz Ansari's like best role. That was his leading role. He goes, "Why the fuck would I blow up a Chick Fil A? It's fucking delicious." And that was his best role ever. Well, <laughs> there's there's Mariah's not in here. I can't talk about Chick Fil A right now. So we're back. We're back to hot tub beers. This is the last segment of Top and Goliath uh, episode. We have some new additions to the episode, right? Jake, Gub, Jake, 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 whichever Jake. one. Yes. Would you like to introduce our, our guest? So, since you're the beer buyer here. This is uh, Hannah, uh, Northeast Sales Toppling Goliath. This is Megan, Pittsburgh uh, Toppling Goliath. And then I think the rest are all your uh, your friends. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we actually got the studio audience here. We got to share with our friends. So it. We, we got you in here. We're going to ask you some questions now. First question off, how do you pronounce Decora? <laughs> so, coming as a native, it is Decora. 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 Decora, yeah. Iowa. So, you grew up in Iowa. Yeah, born and raised. Did you eat a lot of corn? <laughs> yes. Um, everybody, so when you get your, it's a, it's a sad time when you get your braces because you can't eat corn. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, for like, I don't know, I had mine on for like three years. So okay. those, were, those were sad times. So uh, August is sweet corn time. And then okay. around all the gas stations, there is a bunch of sweet corn and just like these random pickup trucks. And you go get your sweet corn for like a dollar a bag. And is sweet corn like a low thing? Or like what's sweet corn? She the, did, uh, corn on the cob. You know what a low thing is? Yeah. But corn on the cob, it's in Decorah specific, the one you eat is called sweet corn. And it's a little bit like sweeter than what you're yeah. But it's it's corn with no toppings. Corn with no toppings. You That's yeah, you you boil it in a big pot of water, and then um, if you're feeling crazy, you put some butter on it. Okay, that's what I found too. Okay, so the farther north you get, you boil shit. In the south, we yeah. don't we grill it. We just throw it on top of a fire. Really? That's yeah. how it works over here. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do put it um, like on the grill, but Decora is very it's a very Norwegian town. Okay. So if if you know anything about Norwegian cuisine. So boring. And so, like, everything is boiled. Like you boil your potatoes, you boil your corn. Do you boil your chicken? Oh no! Like we're not. It's not that. We're, we're, we're not savages. Come on. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So toppling Goliath. We were guessing at a biblical reference here, like the little David taking down the big guy Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. So can you give us any more insight on the yeah. name? Why the name that? Yeah. Okay. Um. So our founder, his name is Clark. What he had before Toppling Goliath was this marketing company called Toppling Goliath. And so it was marketing for like small businesses to like grow and develop their businesses into something bigger. And what was bigger was the Goliath in the business world. So it was sure. helping small businesses topple Goliath. Nice. Yeah, so that business um, was doing really well for him. So he sold it off, but um, it being called Toppling Goliath, he really liked the name. Something that's gonna do really well with this name going forward, but he just didn't really know what it was yet. So when he sold it off, like he was like, I'm gonna keep the name, you can have the business, but I'm gonna save the business, the name for something else. And then he started home brewing, and he was like, you know what, there's 
And so, okay, so Toph and Goliath, obviously David and Goliath didn't fight in the age of the dinosaurs, yeah. right? So we have these, we've tried these two beers because uh -huh. we didn't want to wait on you. And That's so we idea. had, <laughs> we had Pseudo Sue and King Sue. Mm -hmm. Both had dinosaurs on the, yeah. uh, on the cover. Give us the, the story behind the names yeah. and why there's dinosaurs on a Top and Goliath can. Yeah, um, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a roundabout story. Um, but we had this beer when we started brewing called uh, Tsunami. Okay. And when it was on the menu, it would be like shortened sometimes to uh, T-S-U-I. And so people would try to pronounce it on the menu and they'd be like, Tsui, sweet. <laughs> and so it just started getting shortened into Sue. Um, and then there is this uh, dinosaur reconstruction in the Field Museum in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. And the woman that discovered this um, dinosaur reconstruction, her name is Sue Hendrickson, and she named this reconstruction Sue in the Field Museum in Chicago. Um, and then this beer is ferocious, so a tsunami turned into pseudo Sue, and so it just kind of ran with it, and that's where. So, tsunami is the original recipe. I am not confident enough to say that it's the original recipe, okay. but like that's where the development happened. That turned, it started as tsunami. Uh, it got shortened to like T S U I, then Sue, and then they're like it's a, kind of like a like a very ferocious beer. And so pseudo Sue happened, um, and then it was a a really fun. Uh, we had a little fun uh, litigation happen with the Field Museum. Um, so that's why now every Did you topple that Goliath? We toppled that Goliath. So in, in the that's words, Nords of Clark Louie litigation in terms of collaboration. Um, and so now on every can, you'll see the Field Museum logo is on King Soup and Soup. Yeah, you know so what, the beer industry wouldn't be what it was without the cease and desist orders. If, yeah. you, if you haven't received at least one, you don't deserve to be a brewery, yeah. right? I mean, that's Eighth Wonder, that's Spindle Tap, So do we need one Nola. as a podcast to be legitimate? Who can we rip off to get a cease and desist order? I heard Boulevard would be a really good one to rip oh. off. Oh, <laughs> I've heard rumors already. We're itching for a cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. one, one of our good brewery um, friends up in Minneapolis, uh, Modest. You guys uh, heard of Modest? Mm -hmm. so they're we're in not the, big on Modest. They're in the. They're in the. They're in the. They made a beer called Dilly Dilly, and then Bud Light gave them a cease and desist. So now they have to change the beer's name so you can get a cease and desist on tap. Nice. And they have their cease and desist framed front and center. Yeah, so absolutely. Now they're yeah. yeah. You know, that's similar to uh, Nola. Nola got a cease and desist multiple times for uh, Mecca Hopzilla. Finally gave up, said, screw this, and they named their beer Hoppy Bright Infringement. And now that beer is better than the first beer, and they kill with it. Yeah. Nice. So one debate we had before you got here is if King Sue got in a fight with Pseudo Sue, who would who would win? And, and we we've got two experts here. Um, if King Sue and Pseudo Sue got into a fight, who would win? Like King Sue is supposed to be like the more amped up version. That dinosaur doesn't look like it holds a chance against the Pseudo Sue can. You tell us. So I feel like the, the obvious answer would be like obviously King Sue and Pseudo. However, Pseudo right. is our war horse. Like she is she is the one that like comes into the market first. She's the one that always has like the massive volume behind it and she just like 
and tied it into the fact that Pompeii had mosaics around the city that were very intricate. I thought that was a really cool segue into the hop. So, is there any other information about this beer, background on this beer, that you can give us that our audience of 32 members, y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, we're kind of a big deal. We have three contributors, and a shout out to uh, Amy. Amy is our third monthly contributor at 99 cents a month. So we have Thank three you, monthly Amy. contributors at 99 cents a month. We are, since December, we're at a gross of like $18.70. We're kind of we're kind of badass. And look, we're getting cheers from the studio audience. Okay? Yeah, that's a 300% rise in, uh, in our margins here. That's, that's a big deal. This is a very big Who deal. Who else can say they tripled their margins in the first half of this year? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, so being being known that, that we're a very impressive podcast. Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Thank you. So can we... Tell us the backstory. Can we get Megan to actually give her personal feelings and the backstory on this one? Oh, Megan looks like... Do you feel... Do you feel... She's ready for it. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, Megan. Jake's throwing you in the spotlight. <laughs> As our future Houston rep, I just want to make sure. Oh, are you the future Houston rep? No, no, no not official. I'm, I'm pushing for it. She, she seems like a natural down here. So what are your personal effects and the backstory for Paul? Do you want to do personal and I'll do backstory? Sure. Yeah, I like that. Teamwork. Yeah. 
but we're not much about you will be a fully racing. responsible driver after two of these. Ah, That's what I'm saying. After two, after two. I'm less responsible. So is this your favorite of what we brought into the Houston market? I'm a sucker for King Ooh. Ooh. Oh. There, there we go. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like a single. Do you feel like you're cheating on pseudo soup when you drink king soup? No, it's no. just an amped up version. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like 6.3% at 45 IBU. So not a huge IBU. We were talking a little bit earlier about perceived IBU, perceived bitterness versus the rating that you have. So this isn't a huge IBU for an IPA, correct? No. Okay, so tell us what what's the route? What did, what did the brewer want with this beer? Yeah. Um. I think the, the 45 IBU pairs really well with the Mosaic Hop because, you know, it's softer. It's a, it's a little bit more rounded on the palate. So if you keep your IBU, IBUs low on this beer, it's going to be a little bit more approachable. It's a little bit more of a food-pairing-friendly beer, too, for this one. And I feel like with those IBUs not being too high, you can sit on the couch with this one after a long day of work. You're not sitting there thinking about what the heck is going on with your palate. That's the most important part a lot of times, is just the fact that you can enjoy the beer without dissecting it. Yeah, yeah, and I think as, as the craft beer industry keeps evolving at such a rapid pace, I think sometimes people forget that when it comes down to for good beer, is just, do you like it? Does it taste good? And I think this is one of those beers, especially for the people that may be new to the craft beer drinking crowd, that they can just drink this and be like, this is really great. And people that have been in the craft beer industry drinking for a while, they can also be like, yes, this is really great, and here is why. Like, talk about the mosaic hops, why the IBUs being at 45 are a great thing for this beer. And, I mean, this is Pompeii when it comes to the TG team. This is our, like, event drinking beer. Like, it's, okay. it's reliable, like, it's always great. Um, I mean, it's at six point. 6.3 at, it's actually at 6.8 now. We changed it a little bit, 6.8%, and bumped those numbers up. Um, nice. Nice. Yeah, I made it more of like an IPA percentage because it's, when it's like 6.3, you're technically tipping your toes into a pale ale. We wanted to distinct it a little bit more. There's your answer. Yeah, we talked about There's your answer. Yeah. About why Pseudo Sue was labeled a pale ale as opposed to an IPA. You're telling yep. us his percentage. Percentage, 5.8. Okay. And yeah. the IBUs on that one. Yes, it is even lower. Yeah. But we do have some IPU, IBAs in the Houston area that are like you know, 35 IBU. Yeah, that's but, something we talked about. Is there's a lot of fluidity in the actual like naming of the beers, right? So you can name it whatever you want. There's nobody yeah. checking you. Okay. But also, you know, there's a lot of breweries that are considered, you know, 5.8 to be a single IPA. There's some that consider 6.1 to be a double IPA. Uh, but it's really kind of fit in that range of what do you think it drinks as, and that's what a lot of times a brewery goes off of, is what do they want to convey rather than what is the actual parameters right. of it. Odell with your scotch ale. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Odell piss you off? Just, just 90 shillings, right? Just 90, 90 shillings. shillings named after a scotch ale, even though it's an amber, entered in competition as an amber, labeled as a scotch ale for a while, and it's just an amber. They, they've renamed it to an amber, but it's not a scotch ale. So we have we have some actual like real people here drinking Pompeii. Yes. Not some beer nerds, right? Okay, so Cheryl, Cheryl just finished your glass. Okay, initial reaction, Cheryl. We're gonna swing the mic at you. Watch her stand. I don't normally drink IPAs and I'm gonna try to 
Pompeii. Okay. And I love it. Nice. And I wouldn't have said that that was an IPA. And I don't know what IB, I don't know what any of that is. But I like this beer a lot. Oh, nice. Okay. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So that, that's kind of an interesting take. So we got somebody who doesn't necessarily know IBUs or know IBUs or like IPAs. Pompeii's hit. Cheers, top of the line. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So we're, we're coming to the most important part of the episode. Okay. So we, we may have to like hold the microphone. This is a serious party now. This is a real party. Yes. So while yeah. Jake tries to mechanic the microphone, Back in the spot. Jake, Jake is now the micro and older. Yeah, yeah, I'm now okay. the, the lead so, Leo, Leo is standing outside. We're calling him out. Leo, come on in. Come on. Come on in. So yeah, we yeah. Got we've Leo already Longoria. called you out. Leo Longoria, who does his own Texas Beer Experience podcast, right? Very famous <laughs> yes, podcast. Very, very famous podcast. So he just stepped into the room. This is the Top and Goliath. We, we, we're, we're reviewing Pompeii, right? Do you have one in your hand? I don't. Well, then you might be a communist. You, you, need to get, you need to get a Pompeii in your hand. We're fixing to rate it. So we're, we're rating this, and girls, I'm going to tell you, and, and for the studio audience, we're, we're going to give you, to collectively, you're going to get your own rating, okay? So we, we rate this on a scale of one to four, okay? Very important. Very, very, very uh, esteemed tradition that we hold in hot tub beers, one to four. The the it decimals the decimals are infinite, right? Which which really makes this somewhat arbitrary, but we don't want to mention that out loud, right? Okay. So four is obviously perfect. I want to drink this every day in the summer in the hot tub. One is I don't really want to give this to my friends. Okay. And let's clarify here: we ain't buttering no biscuits, right? So no. this is raw. This is real. Uh, we're not trying to fluff anybody up or put anybody down. This is just straightforward, and your own opinion so is opinion, totally yeah. cool. Yeah. No butter and biscuits here. Okay, so I said I was going to go. I'll go first this time. I said <laughs> I was going to go first, but here I am. i got a studio audience, right? So we're going to go, everybody in the hot tub, Leo, and studio audience. Now, Top and Goliath girls, you don't have to rate it if you don't want to. If you would like to. You will rate it? Oh, look at it. She's brave. Because there's, there's no chance anybody with Top of Goliath is going to hear this. No, no, no. You, never know. So, you know, the Top of Goliath crowd, they really do love a podcast. So they do? They really they love a podcast? Yep. I heard that's because there's nothing to do out there. I was just on one. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. There, there is a plenty to do, especially in Decorah. But we, that's all. Unless you have like a tourism podcast, we can we'll save it for that one. I don't, yeah, I just everything yeah. everything really revolves around drinking beer for me. Exactly. Yeah. Then there's plenty to do in Decor. There's plenty to do in Decor. Yeah. Oh, that'll be good. So I'm gonna rate this as a as a hot tub beer summer season. I need another summer sip. Another sip. Oh, our legs just touched. Jacob, did you did you like that? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting excited. Yeah, I could tell. Um. I'm going to go 3.62, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a good one. I, I like this better than Pseudo Sue, and I don't know if that's sacrilege to say in front of the Top and Goliath crowd. This um, is your highest ranking, yeah. This is, this is my highest three. ranking for, yeah. for the three of yes. today. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. 
the 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 alcohol is kind of sitting in between the both, right? So it what six point eight percent? You said you bumped this up. So I I can sit there like you said before, right? I'm gonna maybe open the session on the outside with a light pilsner or something from whatever. But this is something I'm gonna sip on while I'm grilling. Feel great when it's all over, and you know serve the family whatever I put off the grill, and really enjoy this beer. Did you just take a picture of me? Is this for your? Oh, no, don't this, worry. This is for the spank bank. Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. I was gonna say, uh, everybody on the podcast, Hannah just took a picture of me for her private collection. Um, so sorry to out you like that, Hannah. But the dad bod is a thing. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought we established this. It's gonna make a great recap for our marketing. Well, we warned. It is a father figure. We warned. We warned Mary that when we did this in the in the bar that there might be a lot of women that flock <laughs> to the back of the truck. Did you uh, say that though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I warned a, her. It was a disclaimer. It was a disclaimer. Um, so, I've tried it. I've given my rating. Thank you all for bringing this, Texas. First of all, yeah, this is this is great. It, it's, it's something fun that we get to have in, in the state of Texas. Something that is that really fits into the palette of beers that we have. Um, really enjoy it. I'm glad y'all came all the way down from the Northeast to to rep this for us. So we're gonna continue judging you. Okay, by the way. So Leo, you just step into the room. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and then rate the beer. Oh my gosh, really? You're gonna let me promote my own podcast on your show? Yeah, here I am, yeah. All right, so I'm Leo. I I have my own podcast called Texas Beer Experience. You can find it on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Spreaker, all the weird ones too. So everywhere you can find all Everywhere you can find a podcast. I'm there except for, I found out today I'm not on Pandora. I'm working on it. Though. Oh, I am on Pandora. I'm going to say I that out loud. I am working on Pandora. <laughs> I just found out. So I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm waiting on approval, which I'm sure I'll get. If, I mean, if you're on there, Whoa. I'm definitely. Oh, wow. He has a wow. pretty solid point. This is not podcast wars. Okay, <laughs> Leo. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. He's lost Pandora. Thanks. This is over. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. But, hey, this is my first top on Goliath. No. This is your first top on Goliath? My first ever. I've been seeing it in the market. I'm like, man. Uh, don't put any singles out because I want to buy some singles. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. wait. Do you know yeah. where Thistle Draft is? Oh, do this, they have singles? <laughs> Thistle Draft Shop, where we sell single cans of beer. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. There you go. I'm buying singles. I'm buying singles. All the single cans. I'm so impressed. what are you rating? One to four. You, 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 oh, you man, can't get out of here without judging. On the spot. One, to, one to four. Decimals are infinite. Uh, and I'm a prior. Yeah. And this, is, oh. this, is, this, is, this is the great-great-granddaughter of the founders. So. Of, yeah, Mr. Mr. Goliath. Yeah. Like the guy that Mr. lost to David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's him? No, the guy that wow. lost to Paul. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's in the front somewhere. We don't know. Yeah. Um, my assessment, I would say this is probably like a 3.7 for me. Nice. It's a nice beer. Uh, very nice beer. Hazy, double. Yeah. yeah. What's the alcohol? Uh, hazy, uh, single. So 6.8. Oh, 6.8. Yep. Okay. Mosaic, and 45 IBUs. So the, I would give it a 4. If it wasn't if it was a mosaic, I'm not a huge fan of that hop. Okay. But are you a fan of Citra hop? I am a fan of Citra. Oh, oh you should have. Do we know what beer for you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is that regular Sue? Pseudo Sue. Pseudo Sue. And King Sue Citra hops. 
Okay. Yeah, but so this is okay. This is Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah. This is Pompeii. Yeah. This is Pompeii. Yes, sir. Su- 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 was the first beer, so you're a little bit late. It's your fault. Mostly. Your fault. Yeah. Well, I'll pick up a single. That's all good. But yes, there are singles in the cooler. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. All right. And we're talking about the beer, please. Yes. Yeah. Jacob. So, not just Jacob Baker the Cicerone. This is, this is really the only rating that matters, girls. No, that's not true. Uh, in studio audience. <laughs> so we're going to put him on the spot. We're all like certified beer servers, right? Which means like we're the peons of the craft beer industry. Yeah, we know how to uh, wash a glass. Yeah, we can, we can wash a glass and we can pour a beer. And you know the correct temperature to pour a beer. Well, I mean, that? we faked it. We, we regurgitated <laughs> it onto a test is what we did. Um, Jacob. All right, so Pompeii. So I did... 3.45 for Susu. I did 3.35 with King Su. This is this is where his Cicerone because he cataloged yeah. everything. Well, yeah. I keep it's all here. Uh, Pompeii is gonna have to be right there in the middle. 3.4 for me. Uh, it's once again it's a crusher. I think the best thing was we had our studio audience talk about it. Someone who's not an IPA person. This right here for anyone who's listening is gonna be a great introductory to IPAs. Uh, it's that middle ground, like I said earlier. It's people, uh, 2010s, 2000s, 2010s, people were like, let's smash people's face in with ops. Yeah. Let's wreck their palace. That was, the, that was that rebel, you know, almost like grunge era style of brewing back then. I don't like those And now it's all of the very opposite. Let's hazy with like IBUs at 0.2%. You know, like it's very light. And like this is that perfect middle ground. Which I like. Um, I'm a hop head though, so King Su doesn't offend me. Uh, some people it might because it's a little bit more aggressive than Sudasu. But Sudasu was my first introduction to Top and It's my first love. I had it back in Orlando, Funky Buddha Festival. And ever since then, I've just been like, in love So with you're that saying beer. this is between Sudo and King Su for you? Yeah. Sudo's still right your there, top. Right there. Uh, it's like, now, this one, I, I, this one was almost on par with King Su. But this one, it's like disc golf's a big thing for us here. So this one, I'll crush a whole four pack while playing disc golf. So did you, did you give your did you give your number rating yet? I did. Okay, I'm we sorry. Wow. I missed. So I apologize. Oh. Podcast. <laughs> Review the tapes. Sorry. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take the lead on that one since everybody hates Jacob now. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Jacob. So I, you know. That's actually a crazy one to me. Props to you for drinking a four-pack of this in the middle of the summer on the disc golf course. Um, it's good. I'm going to give this a 3.541, right? So it's definitely above a 3.5, but a little bit above a 3.5. I like that. I, yes. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's there. Hey, it's good. I would drink the decimals. It. You know yeah. what? I, yeah, all the way, right? Yeah. Uh, so, just for the record, uh, Pseudo Sue, I, I rated a, a 3.78541, right? Because I could actually drink a gallon. That's how many liters are in a gallon. So, that's how many liters of Pseudo Sue I would drink now in sure. the middle of the day. No, in the middle of the yeah. day. But no, 3.541, right? So, I think I think it's a it's a great beer. I would sell it at Thistle Draft Shop, if you can't tell. Um, Son of a bitch. Would I would recommend this. And so... And I, I think part of it for me is I do have fond memories of it. So Jacob has brought Pseudo Sue, King Sue, and Pompeii for the last, what, two years, three years? Yeah. He's brought them down. We've done little personal shares, not being alcoholics. It's all uh-huh. for science and facts. Um, Research and development. 
Yeah, research and development. And I, I do think it's a, a fantastic beer. The hop bite is not gonna it's not gonna murder you. It's not crazy astringent. It's super approachable. I think it is an everyday beer. Yeah. Okay, so our last rating. What? Oh no, no, no y'all said you were gonna rate as well. I'm not but sure. I wanna, yeah. But I wanna, but I wanna, I wanna go to the studio audience. Yeah. Okay, so Cheryl, are you gonna be the voice of the studio audience? Sure. Or, okay, so tell me, mm -hmm. scale one to four. Decimals are arbitrary. Where are you going to put this on your beer scale for a non-IPA drink? Right. So just to echo what Jacob was saying, as a novice to the whole craft beer experience and somebody who does not like APA, IPAs, 4.0 for me. I Ooh. loved it. Nice. I loved it. And my glass is empty and I'm super sad. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very good. We, we will refill we'll it. We'll fix that. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, you know what? Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. I was starting to wonder if Hannah yeah. got it. She for gets it. She's get using it. the decimal system yeah. to its full strength. Thank you. Okay, yep. go ahead. Proceed. So, 365 days, 24-7. So, this is my go-to. 365 days, 24 hours, 7 days. A Way week. to nice. pull that one out. Yeah. Nice, Hannah. And, and this is Probably has like their house beer yeah. with the, the brewery itself drinks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. every brewery is gonna have, oh, this is gonna be our beer. Like we drink this. So even if yeah. the rest of the community doesn't think it's the best one we make, this is our beer. This is and our beer. Yeah. You said earlier that this was kind of like y'all's. This is our like if beer. you see us all in house, like best believe that like eight out of ten of those glasses are gonna have a, a Pompeii in it just because I mean it's it's soft, it's not abrasive, it's just it's, it's she's she's old faithful, I guess. Yeah. Nice, okay. Literally old as it yeah, Vesuvius, I mean no Mount pun Vesuvius, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, people in Pompeii might disagree with you. <laughs> I know, they're like too soon. Yeah. <laughs> those poor guys. Yeah. They'll never <laughs> well, you never know where those, you never know where those never followers know. are. Yeah. If, I can, if I can plug my podcast one more time. Okay. Son of a bitch, Leo. If you want to listen to a podcast without all these numbers that you have to think about, listen to the Texas Beer Experience podcast. <laughs> we might bring up one or two numbers. Oh, all we're all about numbers. the numbers here. We're, we're very judgy on this podcast. <laughs> That's probably what you're going to Pandora, you have to have the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? We don't butter no biscuits. So, okay, so I, I, Pandora took forever to approve me. And when I started saying fuck Pandora on my podcast, I got approved. That's, that's how it works. So you really need to insult them. And bully them into approving. Okay, that's yeah, how yeah, it yeah, works for me. I'm gonna record that tonight. You yeah. gonna? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's just like a little blurb of commercial in there. And now for Pandora, fuck you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> May, you're up. Um, I give it a 3.8 just because I feel like it's definitely an everyday beer. Um, but I think Pseudo Sue is definitely the beer that 
can drink all the time, especially in the summer, like, especially down here. Uh, we call it patio pounders back home, but it's, I think it's a great beer. It's really well balanced. Again, like you were saying, it's a good introductory IPA. That's why so many people liked it that don't like IPAs at um, almost all the samples we were at, honestly. Yeah. It was like yep. an overwhelming response, so. Definitely. I don't know. Cheers, though. 3.8. Yep. Cheers. 3.8. And, and, and we'll end on Meg, and thank you, thank you guys very much for bringing the beer to Texas. Uh, we, we really enjoyed it. It's been a fun podcast. Thank you, Mary, for allowing us to back up a truck into the event room with water all in the back of it. Uh, hot tub applause. Uh, thank you, uh, Cheryl and your and studio audience for, for coming in and, and, and taking part, and Leo for dropping in at the last minute and telling us how awful our numbers are. Um, so, also, I'd like to thank the lead grip for holding the microphone for so long. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's such a great guy. Good uh, job. Jake Thorne, look him up. Jake Thorne, beer <laughs> buyer nice. and podcast grip. Um, so I just, uh, yeah, that, that was, I just read his resume out loud. Um, <laughs> that's so it. That, that's it. On it. It's all he's got. Drinks beer, uh, buys beers, <laughs> hold things. Got so. it. <laughs> uh, Follow us on uh, on Instagram, uh, where we produce this app on Anchor, or we produce this podcast on Anchor. Uh, it's anywhere that you want to find podcasts, including Pandora. So unfuck you, Pandora. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're we're anywhere that you want to find. If you want to be a listener supporter, please click the listener supporter button. Uh, we're we're welcome, even if you want to pay ninety nine cents a month. Thank you very much. Uh, until next time, guys. Yeah.